gotta have a fun night. Yeah. 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 I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Uncharted Realities. I'm Yambak, I'm Yangani, and I'm in Ottawa! Loving the vibes, it's really cool, we're gonna chill, and I'm here with some people. They're gonna introduce themselves as we go on. My name is Joy Agumbiate. What do you do? I work as a recruiter, a talent scout. That's nice. That's a, what does talent scout? Talent scout, yeah, that's like the internal name for like a recruiter. Oh, so okay, I work in okay, HR. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Hi, my name is Purity Opalor. Zay Zay. Are you sure of that? Very sure. You know, first question, black talent scout. Very sure. Tell me about your tone. Wait. Who are you? I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. Working in Ottawa. Oh, that's great. That's nice. Do you like your tone? Say the honest truth. I like my tone? Yes. This is eternal. This how much I, I love Ottawa. <laughs> no traffic on the drive it. <clears throat> oh gosh. And we have okay, Urga. Okay, I'll just say Salah Carson. Ah, ah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so I always say, oh, but I'm like, oh, Urga Salah No, Urga, mm, you remember? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so an engineer turned into data analysis slash cyber security. Whoa, whoa, but, whoa. Um, that's basically it for now. Her other half. Oh, yeah. I'm doing my best. Well, I work as a business system analyst um, currently and I'm glad to be here with everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi guys, uh, this is Samuel, Samuel Ifekwe. Very nice to uh, be here. Um, I work as a project coordinator um, for electrical distribution, kind of like construction. And um, happy to share the space with you. A literal space, so we're in his space that, uh, you know, God has blessed his heart to provide. We're not going to talk about it. This is great, Daniel. Meeting great minds here. Like intelligent, smart minds, like wonderful people. So it's, I mean, it's a, it's a nice time to be a entrepreneur. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's actually amazing. My first time. I'm not sure I've been on a radio program or on air for yeah. any for any, for any event. So it's a bit humbling. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel fulfilled. Yes, and uh, um, again, one thing that binds us together as, uh, you know, the other people in the other town is that we're all Christians uh, and 
we believe in God and uh, um, you know have uh, trying our best to grow in our relationship with him so and I'm gonna go around the room again and ask uh, you know how did you come to be in a relationship with God how did that occur I'll go first so for me and for I guess some of us in this room uh, we all grew up in a Christian home in Christian homes and then you know we've learned to know the way of truth from very tender ages but then it doesn't really signify repentance because we were just children uh, choristers and singing in the choir and doing also but we're not really I wasn't really saved right so but then at some point I I, I I got the salvation message not for the first time obviously because I mean I've heard that from <laughs> from the children <laughs> shows up on TV. Yeah, really, yeah, so yeah. I've heard that like a first time. Yeah. So yeah. but on a particular day I I got the message and I was convicted of my sins and I was you know I I, I made the decision to turn around and repent and a definite change happened. So it was a decision that had to be made irrespective of the number of years I'd spent in the church and like hearing those words, you know, even telling people about those words. So it was a definite decision I had to make and I was very happy. It was a turning point for my life and I've been glad ever since then. Thank God. Thank you very much for sharing. Anybody else? By the grace of God, a commonality, but at the same time, it's a favor because started up as we did in a Christian home with access to all the same knowledge, all the same privilege of the truth, but for it to hit home, um, it takes the special grace of God, and uh, I guess that's what really makes salvation special. Yeah, no, I definitely agree, but... Yeah, everyone in this room has a hear hear the message a hundred times, right? And then it hits different. And um, like, what has made you like continue? And I guess uh, like a back a follow up question to that is that like, have you felt like giving up in the walk with Christ? Because I said it's a decision. So yeah, what's that like, Joy? I think just like how people would commonly say, like love is a choice. Even, even with the fact that God loves each and every one of us, He still gives us the choice. And many times He actually gives us the choice. He says, okay, this is truth, this is, this is obedience, but choose. And I'm hoping that you choose God this day. And I think that's one of the amazing things about Christianity or your walk with God is, it's not something your parents can impose on you. There's a, there's a stage in your life that you have to have been equipped with the right knowledge, with the word, with the truth, so that when that choice poses itself one day, you make the right choice. So there has been days. Adulting can be um, a lot to deal with. Sure. <laughs> and honestly, well, recently I've been hearing about church hurt and people just trying to find their way in the church, but still feeling like part of that pain or part of that struggle was coming from the people that they were supposed to be getting help with. <clears throat> and so in times like that, when giving up feels like the only option, we have to sometimes remind ourselves why we're in the faith in the first place. Who called us out? What is 
the evidence of that faith that we've taken hold of. Mm -hmm. You know, what is the difference between our life before knowing God and after knowing God? And is it really something that you know as the truth and the only way? So I find like whenever you feel like giving up, you have to come back to that place of to whom shall we go, Lord? You have the keys of eternal life. And so it's not a matter of is Buddhism like really cool or is Islam really it's easy? Cool. It's cool. But it's a question of what is the truth? Mm. And I'm not giving up on that truth no matter mm. how the enemy tries to fight it. So I think that's, it is one of those things where each situation kind of pushes you to grow in your faith. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone wants to add to that. Okay, a lot of things can kind of challenge your faith. So um, it, it's all boils down to the fact that one, I mean, what has, has God actually done anything special for me before in time past? And it brings us to the fact that, oh, God that came through for me that time can still come through for me mm -hmm. even now. And it also boils down to the fact that not forsaking yourself, you know, amidst brethren, mm -hmm. because sometimes, to be frank, they are really down times. Mm -hmm. And um, if care is not taken, the kind of people you surround yourself with do matters a lot. And it kind of help, like, oh, with this person, with the people that would um, come to your aid at that point, other brethren, people that would mm -hmm. boost your faith, people that share the same faith with you. Yeah. So, I mean, in mm -hmm. time whereby, my, I mean, stuff are like, for example, me, at, at times, challenging times, when I'm like, come, what's the purpose of serving God? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, what's the point? Yeah. But, you know, I've had people that were there for me, people who share the same faith, like, encouraging me, come on, God has done this for you in time first, God has done this for you, just trust God. It's just, just trying times. I mean, you'll mm -hmm. come out of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody had their own trying times. Look at the life of Job. Look at, you know, kind of show you Bible coach people, I mean, all went through challenges and came out triumphant. Yeah. So it's important to know that um, during challenging times, um, you should, one, reflect on what God has done for you in time first, mm -hmm. not forsaking the assembly of children of God, yeah. and also um, just keep trusting God and know that God who brought you out of that will bring you out of this again. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's a very... Um, like powerful point and I like the fact that you stress the issue of um having that community. I think who purely, you surround yourself with. Yeah, exactly. Purely and um we're doing the story of was it Naaman? Naaman. Naaman. Oh, yeah. Naaman. It was Naaman. Uh yeah. Nehemiah. No. No, Naaman, the Syrian the captain. Syrian captain? Yeah. Um, Naaman. With, uh, no, it was Naaman. No, Naaman. Naaman that went Naaman, to dip right? In, dip in the water seven yes. times. Yes. Yeah. yeah him. So there was this, the, there was an interesting part that we realized in the story. The first person that brought the solution was a servant. She was a maid. And then the last person that kind of pushed him to actually dip was also like a servant. And in a way, he was surrounded with people that encouraged him to do those like actions of faith, even though he didn't really have the faith. And we see where community is important. But we also see a very like increasing decline of community among like young people young adults uh, and i mean christian community because you know mm -hmm. we can easily make friends out there in the world so yeah what are your thoughts on that like how do you think people can come out of that or and you know work away from that um i feel like sometimes it, it needs to be an intentional thing when we uh, don't have enough people around us um, that 
share the same faith, that look at the world the same way. Um, we have to look at something. And if, if all we have around us are um, people that don't see, see things the same way we do, um, whether you like it or not, it wears down on, on your conviction, it wears down on your thought process, Depending on the strength of your faith, it takes longer for some, shorter for some. But that's where it has to be an intentional effort for you to look for people that will um, lift you up. And not not necessarily directly, but people that you surrounded yourself with that every time you look up um, for inspiration or um, for, for, for reaction, their lives encourage you to be a better you in your walk with God and many times it even affects your personal walk in your career your school whatever mm. how do so, you feel yeah, yeah um intentionality how do you feel like you you have like done that well it doesn't have to be intentionality but like how do you feel like you've actively worked towards like being in that surrounding having those people around and such um well, um, I'd say, I'll use another vague word, fellowship, very vague, but, um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's you looking to fellowship with, um, people, like, you, you, either in your local chapter, district, church, or, um, or outside that is maybe like in uh, a different city or town or but you know um, before you even get to this part where you're physically looking um, prayer is key uh, when I moved to Ottawa I prayed that God would give me friends I can relate to because it's, it's it's beyond just a it's it's beyond just a um, spiritual requirement there's there's personalities involved too um if if you're a 23 year old and you find yourself in a church um with much older folk you can you can relate with them you can be inspired and encouraged by them um but there will always be a, a certain disconnect disparity um depending on who you are of course but there there will likely be some level of, of disparity between you and them just just by virtue of like the time you've spent on earth they're way more mature you can be more mature but um, there's a kind of sharpening and encouragement that you get from <clears throat> um, people around the same age as you but who have the same walk as you um, sometimes it can be even more encouraging than having an older uh, individual give you the same wisdom and show you the same direction, you know, mm -hmm. um, because you find it as a person more relatable and, mm. um, it, it keys into that verse where, um, um, Jesus was saying that we're, we're uh, in, is it Romans or Hebrews? 
first day he came like us um, and was tested as us and he lived a, a, a sinless life and um, as a way of showing that relation between him and us so that we have that encouragement that no matter what we face in life we we can overcome because he overcame right um, and so that's it's intentionally looking for people like that and and if you pray God will show you people or he will bring them to you but um, if you don't ask him if you don't keep an eye out you you can easily push yourself into an island you know mm-hmm. and you can manage for a short while but you still need some fellowship yeah thank I you oh, two things I got from that so push yourself out there and then two just move to Ottawa. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. Got it. Joy, do you want to share on this? And there are two things that I wanted to buttress what he said with, um, on the on the page of intentionality, um, there is faith and work. And and I fe- I remember when I also was, I I felt the the need to move to Ottawa, and I was like, okay, I don't want to be one of those people that. When they move, they don't hear about them anymore spiritually. And God supernaturally connected me to like a page. And social media is so important right now because we use it. We're in that age. And thinking that social media is such a simple place that you cannot get value from, I don't think it's true. true. I think when guided by the Spirit of God, even the things in this world, mm. God can help us to use it for the benefit of it. Yeah. And so I found this platform of a group of lovely adults in Montreal that I would just evangelize with and like Bible study with and from there connected with people in my local church and I think when you're being intentional and God and you show the sincerity of your heart based on not that I don't want to be bored I just don't want to lose the zeal that I have and I so cherish my walk with God Mm -hmm. Um, it just causes you to act not desperately but act very intentionally in a very calculated in a very swift and careful manner Mm-hmm. that you know that these are the places that I can go to mm-hmm. and I know that I'm secure. Like you look at the life of Elijah and you see, and I was just wondering to myself, what if he had Elisha early on? Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. would that have looked like? Those yeah. are thoughts that you just go through and say, oh, well, well did Elijah even have a wife? Like, mm-hmm. like I was just thinking those kind of things, like who was encouraging him? Mm-hmm. Because if he had a, a, a circle of support systems, even David, if Jonathan was still there, mm-hmm. you know, his heart clinged yeah. or clung or, you know, he felt like he just was connected to Jonathan, but Jonathan passed away because he was supporting his father. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they say blood is thicker than water, but I was, I was just wondering, like, sometimes having that counsel around you can save you a lot more of, course. Um, of unnecessary pain, even though people learn from experiences. Yeah. Just having the right counsel around you can also help as well. Yeah, so yeah. I find, like, utilizing social media, praying about it, and just in the sincerity of your heart, God will guide you to it, and unconsciously you are picking out further signs and saying, God, is that you connecting me to this person? Mm-hmm. I remember I just asked for a prayer partner. I remember I just asked for a Bible study group. Is this it or is mm-hmm. this not it? Because even the devil is, I, I, mm-hmm. I said something recently. I said the devil uses algorithms yeah. to like put things in your mind, right. <laughs> but God actually uses his Holy Spirit. Sure. So you notice that you go on Google and you search for a mic and then the next ads, five ads you're getting are like mics. And you're like, who's following me? Yeah. But some people are not, you know, as sensitive enough to know that no this is the devil this is not yeah, god yeah and this is how god speaks and this is how you know right uh, i think um pastor said that th- 
just as how God has plans and good thoughts over you, the devil also has thoughts and bad plans over your life. But yeah, so I think we'll bring this episode to a close. Thank you all.